like Julia Roberts and best friend's wedding. You're never gonna be <laughs> jello. You're never gonna be goop, poosh. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Angeles. Today, we're talking about a major brand launch coming this spring, how Kim Kardashian West's color cosmetics line is dead, RIP, and our thoughts on Kosas's new revealer foundation. And I am talking about a product that's on my face that will replace your powder, fill in fine lines, pores, all of that good stuff. You're never going back. You're never going back. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, well, well. I uh, have a celebrity in my midst. It's Sarah Jessica Tan Christensen, one who interviews Rihanna. Is that like your birth given name? One who interviews yeah. <laughs> Rihanna. Y'all, we got this email from the Fenty team and it was like, you're invited to this event. There's going to be a special guest. And we're like, you don't own a celebrity beauty brand with a, and the special guest. If it's not the celebrity, then you're doing it wrong. And they sent like an emoji, a winking emoji or something like that. Yeah, so we like marked our calendars. We're like, okay, we're going to Hollywood on a Friday night in the midst of Super Bowl. Like Kawanga and Selma has got to be like the busiest intersection in Hollywood. My feet have never hurt so bad. Oh my God, my feet. Walking to my Alto, the car on the way back, they were probably like, why is she walking so slow? No, my Alto was like, hey, I actually can't get to where I need to get to get you. Can you walk across the street? Across the street, too. And the bars were bumping. No, I mean, it was chaos. People were out. Totally. So, of course, Rihanna is pregnant, okay? And how pregnant do you think she is? So, according to Mia, (laughs) my friend Mia, who's OBGYN, (laughs) I sent her the picture of Rihanna And she was like around six months. And then Jenna Rosenstein messaged me when I posted Rihanna's. And she was like, I I think we're like around the same amount of time based on the bump size. You never know. But I feel like that's probably where she is, like six, seven months. Totally. I mean, she held off from announcing it. Like this isn't like a three-monther situation, you know? Like she's like fully bumping. So we were like, yes, let's go. Sarah got the opportunity to interview her. And I was like, okay, great. Oh, my God. So I've never gone to interview before. You haven't? No, never, never. I've only seen her in passing when I was covering Teen Choice Awards like 10 years ago. Red carpet is the same way. They prioritize like, you know, cameras first, outlets. And then it's like digital and then print. So Tiger Beat at the time was only print. So you're like at the very end. And also it's like Tiger Beat. Like, no offense. Love Tiger Beat. But like, they're not getting like the priority interviews. Mm-hmm. Rihanna just like walked by us. It was still like an exhilarating moment for me. However, she is like top three easy bucket list interviews. So this was a very exciting evening for me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. So basically, 
we get there and we go in. So the, the thing was called F Club, which I thought was hilarious. And of course, in true kendo fashion, it was like totally decked out. I mean, it was very immersive. It felt very futuristic. No notes, kendo. No notes. Great job. <laughs> Everyone had to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job of all the protocols. And I feel like, you know, it's been a long time since we've all been at an event of this magnitude. So it was like, sure, we would have gone to like anything that she hosted, but like they really stepped it up. Like lipsticks coming from the ceiling. This was like some pizzazz. Come, yeah. like, I mean, you were just completely mesmerized by everything happening. And then, so she came, she did the carpet. Like, I always look at things to myself. If I were in this position, I want my friends doing this for me. Absolutely. Take notes from me. <laughs> Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Obviously, I owe you one. But no, the whole thing made me just think back on like, you know, Kirby and I used to cover red carpets like all the time in the very beginning of our careers. And so it had been like a good 10 years since I've been on a red carpet so long ago. And even though it had been so long, there was still that we were talking about this, like that nervous energy. And even like you didn't have to interview anyone, but like you can feel it like the reporters just like excited, but anxious that you're like not going to record your audio or you're not going to get in the question that you want to ask. And like, even though so much time has past it's like still the same which is so crazy and then two it made me like appreciate how technology has advanced and how I wish I would have had an iPhone back then because it would have made life so much easier like do you remember like I had like a digicam and a tape recorder and then I had like fucking like no a notebook like it was just all the things when you're talking about people being nervous on the carpet I mean so like Terry Seymour was there who is just she's been a correspondent for extra like for as long as extra has been around basically like she's like an accomplished journalist an institution yeah totally and when rihanna like came around the corner and started doing her pictures and then you know she comes up to you and like starts to do the interviews i told sarah i'm like i'm fucking nervous in it i'm not even on the carpet interviewing her and like i have friends that are still doing this honestly i'm gonna say it's a rough life like it looks glamorous because you get to meet all these celebrities but like standing on a red carpet trying to get an interview in four minutes is not easy let alone that fun for most of the situation oh my god especially for like big red carpet events like award shows where people give so much shit to like Juliana Rancic or Ryan Seacrest or whoever being like that's such a stupid question why would you ask that it's like okay listen I'm like I would love to see you try I would love this isn't a sit down yeah they don't know who's coming down the line obviously they can't memorize every single question they have for these people they're just coming up with it on the fly and they make it look so seamless it is a hard-ass job I mean, to that point, though, Sarah, like they do study. They do. They have notebooks where they like are learning facts about all these people. But when you're in the moment, you're not like it's live TV. Yeah. And also like for the E! News viewer or like the ABC viewer or whoever is, you know, the host of whatever network, like people don't want to get down into the like nitty gritty deep shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why you have a sit down. You have to be like fun uplifting Mm -hmm. like you know it's always going to be very surface level and whoever figures out how to make it like not so surface level but still fun like they'll be 
a billionaire. But anyways, I digress. So she's like coming down the line. I'm actually like Chris Jennering yeah. Sarah's entire experience. I'm like, I'm like tapping a man who's like in the way, like, sir, can you move? Thank you. Sarah, look back at me. And I'm like trying to get a visual of like Sarah in eye shot of Rihanna. Like, like just, it was so exciting. And then y'all are going to shit your pants. Okay. Let's play this clip real quick being pregnant the baby i just had a baby a year ago so what <laughs> all right good you giving me hope girl yes no there's no you're gonna be fine okay I'm good like, <laughs> okay so i don't know if you can hear sarah but she tells obviously rihanna hey i just had a baby like a year ago and rihanna's response i know that like make an nft of that yeah make an nft of that is that my nft that should be what nfts are it should be something that's yours she didn't do that to anybody else that is yours yeah the sound that she made when she looked at you and it's that it's the rihanna face like the one we've seen oh my god this it's like a little stank face like a little crinkled nose like what like Oh my God, I died. I like my soul exited my body. And then I was like, I must continue this interview. Like she was just. I missed that when she said that. I don't know what I was doing. I was probably like climbing over a fucking camcorder or something. I like did not hear that. And then someone said it. I'm like, what did she say? And it was so good. I was dying. It was like so hard for me to concentrate. But I mean, I only had like probably like less than five minutes with her I think it was like three minutes I look back on how long the recording was but I only meant to say that because I was like asking her about like you know whether or not she feels like the most beautiful she's ever felt being pregnant like how her beauty philosophy has changed since becoming pregnant and so like that was going to be like you know my segue like oh I, I just had a baby and she never in a million years would expect her to react like that and then too I die because (laughs) She like pays this like incredible compliment. And then I'm like, oh, don't worry. You'll be fine. Like, obviously you'll be fine. You're fucking Rihanna. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fucking fine. Also, she looks incredible. She looks so good. From now on, every freaking pregnant woman you see is just going to be rocking their bump. Bear, bear bump. Oh, it's already started. Shay Mitchell's already on that train. Yeah. I'm like, girly, we know what you're doing. Like, love Shay. I think she's gorge. But like, honey, you weren't doing this until you saw Rihanna. No. Decide to bust out in New York City blizzard with a fucking pink parka on. (laughs) Yeah. And her bump hanging out. Speaking of, ASAP Rocky, so handsome, so sportive. I've always thought that man was fine. Like, yeah, next level hot man. Oh, so did you hear what they said? So when... E! News was interviewing her. Mm-hmm. I got this on camera. Hallelujah. E! News is probably like, fuck you. Because <laughs> I posted it. I don't think they posted it yet. Whatever. But they asked what his favorite product was. They said, what's your favorite Fenty product? And he looks over and he's like, her. And then she goes, she starts laughing and she's like, see, he is a keeper. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is the cutest shit I've ever seen in my life. She was fabulous. Fabulous. They're so in love. Like, ugh, it just was like, I felt like it was so intimate. You know, the red carpet was so small and we got to have this like sneak peek into this, you know, with our friends. Like we knew like everyone on the carpet. So we were all like, you know, excited. It was fun to even though we had to wait, you know, like two plus hours for Rihanna. It was fine. I was I was like living my best life. I'm like, can I just be a professional plus one at this point? Like I was invited, but I felt like not having to do anything. Let me just get drunk and take pictures of people. That's the best. That was the best. Professional mom. I would say this, because I know we have some little kendos. What do the kendo people call themselves? 
Kendians, Kendoians. Listen, we have a podcast. We have a very nice podcast. And as much as we would love Rihanna to be on it, we know that's probably never going to happen. So next time there's an event where there's a carpet, yeah, this is an audio medium. All we got to do is bust out a recorder and we can have a little three-minute chit-chat with Riri on the pod. Just saying. Red carpet translates so well. That's what I'm saying. That's what I keep thinking. I'm like, why aren't we doing more red carpets? Because we're old and we want to go to bed. Yes. That little boom mic that I brought last night, like the audio was so clear. It was great. That's such a popular situation on TikTok. Like people love those little furry boom mics. Yeah. That's so funny. It really works. But oh my God. Anyways, the event was so fabulous. I can't believe that I was out past 10 o'clock let alone in Hollywood. And we got a bunch of goodies, including a new Fenty Skin product that is not coming out till mid-April, but we got a little sneak peek and an actual sample of the product. So in the gift bag, they included a new whipped clay detox face mask called Cookies and Clean. Super cute. It looks like cookies and cream if you open it up and look at the actual mask. Just to reiterate, the name is Cookies and Clean to detox your face, but the product itself looks like ice cream. Yes. And I think that's probably what inspired it, right? The name? Yes. And actually now it makes me want Cookies and Cream ice cream. You would think that you're like, oh gosh, it's going to smell sweet, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Ooh. And it's kind of like jello-y. I know. I like the texture. It's very smooth. Because you know how sometimes clay masks obviously can be very drying, but this one, so it says light as air mask that deep cleanses, snatches pores and fights shine throughout the day all without leaving skin feeling stripped or dry. Yeah, it has a gelatinous feel. It's not super thick like a lot of clay masks are, like Sarah mentioned. It's very bouncy. Um, I haven't tried it yet. Literally, we got it last night. So uh, TBD. But it is kind of a mind fuck because you look at it and think it's going to smell like cookies and cream and it doesn't. Yeah, right. But I'm excited. I'm excited to try this. The last time I talked about Fenty Skin, I was, I liked the fat water. Yeah, you were more complimentary than I was, but. I, I, I do like their skincare products, so. And then she also launched a refillable lipstick tube. Yes, which apparently you're supposed to like actually watch a video or like read the instructions on how to use it because it's kind of confusing on like it feels like it should be intuitive but it's not and you can like fuck up your lipstick so it's not don't break yours like I broke mine accidentally okay well also Sarah will have a story with Riri herself on Refinery29 so we will link that yeah it'll be live by by today so thanks and thanks for your support because none of this would be possible had you not recorded it (laughs) Proof, picture, video, or it did not happen. All I am saying is I need y'all to be doing the damn same for me. Thank you in advance. Okay, let's talk about what's on my face. I feel like if you 
follow me, you have seen this product 100,000 times. And in, in that, I am apologetic because it's redundant. But this really is just such a good product. It's Indeed Labs Nano Blur. It's $20. You first heard about it when Donnie Davey was on the show last year in 2021. This is the only product that she uses to help mattify and de-shine on the set of Euphoria. And I had never heard of this product before. She mentioned it, which like excited me. I know a lot of makeup artists now that I've been talking about it more have been like, oh my God, this is like such an unsung hero. I totally forgot I have this in my kit. I'm going to bust it back out. So what it is, it says it's instant correction of the appearance of skin aging, including the looks of fine lines, wrinkles, crow's feet, and enlarged pores. I mean, I feel like most of the women and are just cast members on Euphoria in general aren't worried about skin aging at all. Like how they, old um, is Zendaya? Yeah, like 25 or something. She's a baby. But it's really just to take down the shine and the sweatiness of it all because they don't use powder on the mm-hmm. show. And Donnie told us that she applies it with a sponge. And I recently interviewed her again and she brought it up again. So I was like, okay, I am going. So when I wrote about it, the brand reached out and they were like, thank you so much for including us. I'm like, I haven't tried it. Can you send it? And I'm so glad they did. So I just want to show you, Sarah, you're, we're not filming this. We're not recording this y'all. So sorry that you're not going to see this in action, but you take literally the smallest amount. And I think I asked her when she was on the show, I was like, is this like a silicone primer and she was like it has some silicone in it but it's not it's not like silicone where it will pill if you put too much or like slide off your face do you see that did you just see that yeah wow that was shiny before and now it is mattified it was shiny as fuck and i just took my about face sponge which i highly recommend i put it on there literally less than a pea size amount and I pressed it into my skin. You can wear this underneath or over makeup. My favorite way to use it is actually over makeup. I feel like it's actually easier to use. Like a, to set your makeup? Yes. There is a learning curve with this, y'all. Some of y'all are going to go buck wild because you're going to be obsessed with it. You're going to see how well it works on like one area like your forehead. And then you're going to go to your... And then it'll start to pill. Yep. You're going to go to your eyes. You're going to go to like your chin and stuff. And you're just going to put way too much. And then... When you put your makeup on top of it, it's going to pill or it's going to look spackly. Like you can apply it in multiple areas on the face, but less is more. Mm -hmm. But for me, like last night at the uh, Fenty event, I did my whole face and then I went in with my about face sponge, put the product on the sponge, patted it on my forehead, my nose, the sides of my nose, where my mask was going to hit my face. I sat under my eyes and my crow's feet. Like it will eliminate wrinkles. That's like straight up like one of the best things about this, which it's almost like watching a magic trick happen when you do it. So you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. Anyways, it's $20. It's one fluid ounce. So it's like kind of a small package, but I like that because you truly, truly, truly do not need a lot. And I would say if you have extremely like oily skin like me and you're constantly powdering your face, give this a go. I did powder on top of this last night, Mm -hmm. but like barely. So you can powder on top of it if you desire, but really this is like kind of your replacement. And if you're just like running errands and don't want to look all sweaty and just like throw some on, it just mattifies and, you know, smooth. I guess 
people are probably listening thinking, so what makes this different from like your normal silicone primer? And it's like not meant to be a primer. The key ingredient isn't silicone. It's this cross polymer that they have in their product. I'm going to link it so you can read more about it because honestly, like I didn't look too much into the science behind it. But I just when I think of silicone primers, I think like two hours into my day, my makeup is moving around my face like it never stays set. Mm -hmm. So this is your answer. All of our oily girls, if you have dry skin, I would just say make sure you're like really well moisturized and then use it. But you can. I would actually be interested to see how you like this. Yeah, I kind of want to try it to set my makeup and see how that works. Yeah, the tiniest amount. And even like if you have a dewy skin, like foundation moment, just take a little bit. That's what's on my face. And I love it so much. I love it. I love a 20 and under wife. It's so good. And you can get it at Ulta. Yes, you can get it at Ulta Beauty. Exactly. Okay. Speaking of our friend Donnie, Kirby has got some scoopage because she is TikTok and the internet's resident euphoria beauty girl. (laughs) Okay, okay. Sarah, do you remember when we went to a meeting last week and I was talking about my time at the makeup trailer on Euphoria with Donnie? It was like an industry meeting. Like it was a small group of us talking about something exciting. And I brought up how I got like 35,000 followers in seven days or something insane on TikTok just from making these videos on my reporting. And obviously euphoria is a big part of that. Like, I don't think that would have happened if it wasn't like a euphoria piece of content. But someone at the table said, do you think that Donnie will do anything on her own? And I had to straight up lie and say they would be crazy not to do something. You didn't lie. I didn't lie, but I, I omitted information. Yeah. As one should when they're under an NDA. Absolutely. (laughs) Especially when you're talking to someone else in the industry. Correct. So that person is listening right now. And for that, I apologize. Love you. But Donnie is launching her own beauty line. Sorry, I was going to say, at least they know when we sign an NDA with them that we will not break it. Yes, we abide by NDAs over here. Okay, so the coolest thing happened, as y'all know, in December, no, November, Allure asked me to go and take a tour of the Euphoria makeup trailer. That was one component of this coverage, but they were sending me as well because Donnie was launching a makeup brand and they wanted me to get the scoop and do the exclusive for them. I went to the makeup trailer. I spent about three hours there on set before everybody's call time with Donnie doing the tour. And when we were there, they were like, actually, we kind of want you to meet with her separately at her house to talk more about this brand that she's launching. I'm like, okay. So a couple weeks later, mind you, Donnie's eight months pregnant during all this. Like she literally just had her baby in like late December. I go to her house and I met with her and Michelle who works with A24. That is the production and entertainment company that works on Euphoria. And many people listening here may love A24 movies, like Uncut Gems, Midsummer, like all the good shit. Yeah. So A24 last year, it was reported that they were launching a beauty division called Rules Beauty. So this isn't like, you know, something that was under wraps. Like people were kind of anticipating a euphoria. We talked about it. Did we? We did. I'm going to look it up right now because I specifically remember being like, that's so interesting. Yeah. So it's called Rules Beauty and 
If you don't get the reference, it's Rue and Jules, their ship name. So that's like their LLC. But as Allure exclusively is reporting, the brand name is called Half Magic. And y'all, I just straight up want to tell you that it's, it's really fucking good. Let me back up. With Donnie, you knew it was going to be good, but I think it's really thoughtful. And I think a lot of people initially are going to go, oh, it's a euphoria makeup line. It's probably not going to be for me. I'm not like all about glitter. I'm not all about rhinestones. Blah, blah, blah. Or like, I'm too, I'm too old. I'm too mature. No, no. Okay. So this is a, the first venture in beauty for A24. I met with Donnie and Michelle from A24 at Donnie's house, which was so freaking cute. And I got to see not only all of the products that are being launched, but Donnie did my makeup with all of the products. Oh my God. Amazing. The stuff that she was putting on my face, I initially was like, there's no way in hell this is going to look good on me. And then now I've continuously worn these lab samples that she gave me because she made me realize like, oh, I actually can wear periwinkle eyeshadow or eyeliner or whatever. You're just like taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is incredible. So it'll debut in May. Okay. It's going to be cosmetics and tools, which I think is actually going to differentiate this brand from a lot of other brands that claim to be like really focused on color cosmetics. She's going to give you the, the tools in order to execute some of these looks that you're probably trying to achieve at home. She created products that she would jury rig on set that like didn't exist, but she would figure out how to make. And the name Half Magic, I think, is really clever because it's not only like fantastical and has these like bright colored components and like bright shades and all that great stuff, but it's also really functional too. It's stuff that makes sense. It's not stuff that you're like, why would I buy that? There's going to be a shade that launches that I swear on my life is going to be like a cult favorite color. I can't say much more than that, but it is so, 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 so good. I'm like basically stalking Donnie and her publicist to like get me more because I ran out because I've been using it so much. Yeah. When do they start like sharing samples? So obviously everyone like has been like sworn to secrecy. I'm pretty sure editors will start getting samples soonish because they're going to do like, you know, an editor behind the scenes thing. The products launch in May, so it's very, very exciting. I can say that one of the product names is Chrome Addiction, so y'all can have fun figuring out what that product is and what it does. I'm like reading my story to make sure I don't give anything else away. There's eye pigments, glitters, and rhinestones. Dun, dun, dun. So I, I don't know. I mean, I... I think that like Donnie working with A24 on this, she's the co-founder and creative director. I think it was a really smart move because it doesn't, they don't want it just to be a euphoria makeup line because they're like, the show's going to end at some point. Like we, we don't want this to die when the show dies. So they wanted to make it like a fully functioning thing. And she was reached out to by so many people to like do a collaboration, do a palette, do a lip product, whatever. And they figured, you know, if we're getting this much interest, we might as well do something on our own and like make it our own. And I feel like this is just such exciting news, especially because of like who she is in the industry. And when you think about like really iconic, you know, makeup artists in the past who have like made these, you know, the Bobby Browns, obviously Pat McGrath's like who have made their own lines. Like 
there's like this distinct look when you think of like, oh, Bobby Brown is like the very like California natural beauty, you know, the neutrals, like just really glowy. Like when you think of Donnie Davey, like, yes, you think of euphoria, but it's so much more than that now. Like it's creative. She, mm-hmm. It's like an art, you know, like yes. she is a true artist. So I'm like excited to see one, first of all, the products itself, but like two, like what people do with the products. Yeah, I think she's excited too. And, and that's the thing, like Donnie is a film makeup artist, which I think is a really interesting distinction. Like she's not a makeup artist that got started like at a counter, like, or like even editorial. Exactly. Like all of them are artists, but like there's a distinction, especially when you work on film, knowing, you know, how skin looks and how to apply, like, especially this season, it was all done on like old school film. Right. Mm -hmm. So she was trying to figure out like, okay, if I want this to have any type of like light reflection, I have to put something reflective on their faces. And the last thing I will say is that it is used in the show. So this past week I was like clocking. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. So it's been exciting to see like who's wearing what. Well, thank you for the scoop. Go check out the full story on Allure. We will link it. More beauty news. Everyone bid adieu to KKW. Wow, but, rhyming over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, look at me. <laughs> Hangs out with Rihanna once. <laughs> um, oh, <Nana>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, but if you are a fan of Kim's and, you know, Skim's skincare, all the things, do not worry because allegedly... She is joining forces with Cody to launch a skincare line called Skin S-K-K-N by Kim. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because even though this application was filed, because remember we talked about it, we were like, do not name your skincare line Skin. Don't do it. Like, it is so dumb. I will tell Kim this. I Like, Kim, babe, it's not it. It's not it. It is not it. It makes me mad to see this, actually, <laughs> the way it's written. But it goes well with skims. No, no. Make it skims. Make it skimware or skimcare. I remember the conversation. Remember now. this conversation? I was like going into a fucking like mental breakdown. Menti B. Menti B. Like skin by skims. Yeah. Or like, sk- like skimcare or something. Skimcare. Yes. When you file a trademark, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's like the actual name that will be used. For instance, for Half Magic, like there are some trademarks that have been filed for products. They just made them, but those products will never see the light of day. You know what I'm saying? So maybe they filed it in hopes of like, you know, being like, okay, I'm just going to make this happen just in case. What I often find is, because this was filed April 2021, Mm -hmm. I often find that trademarks are often filed closer to the launch of a brand because maybe they don't want people to figure it out. So it's always like a couple of months instead of like a full year. I really am hoping this is not the name of her her new skincare line. But the, the news here is that, and I can't believe more people aren't talking about this. Like not only was she like, KKW Beauty is like getting a revamp. It'll be back. But they're saying, according to Business of Fashion, it is not. Bye, girlies. See you never. 
It's not coming back. No. HighSobiety.com in their article says KKW Beauty's evolving strategy reflects a larger cultural shift away from time-consuming makeup trends such as contouring and baking practices that Kardashians have helped popularize, ushering in the reign of Instagram face and a move towards more natural-looking beauty, a.k.a. skincare. So that is what they are arguing. Okay. I'll. But I would also argue that we know that Kim, like her makeup artist has his own line. Mario has his own line. And she is using all kinds of other makeup products. And KKW Beauty was not good makeup. It wasn't. I hate to break it to y'all. It was not. So like, why not just get rid of it? You know, if you're going to have to revamp it anyways, focus on skincare totally makes sense. Like people are gravitating to But for me, like when I see Kim, she is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. But you think of makeup. Oh, see, well, what I was going to say is there's no amount of makeup that could make me look like Kim. Like she has psoriasis. She takes care of her skin. Like she's like a treatment whore. Uh So like I would rather get some advice. Remember when she told everyone like at that MDNA event that she people like text her about what they should do to their skin and like what products they should use. Like that's what I want from her. So I like this direction. Okay, I remember this and we talked about this because we were like, what if she makes a skincare line for people with psoriasis or like a really, you know, specific product versus... It won't be that. It won't be that. We know the Kardashian-Jenner's business model is think big and, you know, we've got tequila, Kylie skin, Kylie cosmetics, which is still happening apparently, which is crazy. People are still crazy over Kylie cosmetics. People are still buying a lip kit to make their lips look bigger when she straight up was like, I'm a liar and I have lip filler. That's what that was. Wild times. That's like the celebrity influence, though. Like they could go to ColourPop and literally get the exact same products for the most part. But people are still buying these like limited edition like Valentine's sets. I'm like, these are the exact same products that you bought four months ago. What are you doing? The influence of this family. I have never tried 818 tequila yet. I have not tried 818 tequila. Yes, I have heard how problematic it is. That's the one beef I have when people are like, it's actually terrible that Kendall Jenner started this company. I'm like, where were you um, when Where was this energy literally when like George Clooney did? Like, what are you talking about? I'm not saying that she shouldn't be like criticized, but I feel like it's always extra when it comes to Kendall. (laughs) Like... It is. Like, I feel so bad for her. Like, this bitch is just like a model wanting to ride a horse. And she probably really didn't even want to start the tequila business. Chris Jenner was like, you have nothing. You need something. Look at your sisters. Pick something. Okay, but what does, what has Courtney done? Poosh. Poosh doesn't, no. Poosh is nothing. Poosh is not. They want Poosh to be goop. It's not. It's okay, never gonna. Well, it's like Julia Robertson, best friend's wedding. You're never gonna be <laughs> jello. You're never gonna be goop, Poosh. Travis Barker. Chris Jenner was like, that's all I needed. You're, you're fine. You're, you've met, you've met your quota for the year. You have Travis Barker. You gave us enough positive press with Travis. Yep. She did. Aww. She really did. Would she you really say did. that is this it's still only 2022? When did <laughs> Pete and Kim start dating? And so she was on SNL early October and they met there. So who do you think had a bigger year? Courtney. Yeah. Okay. 
And then like befriending MGK and Megan Fox. Yeah. Like it was just, and then there was like the drama with Scott texting that one ex-boyfriend, like, is this chick out of her mind? And then the ex-boyfriend was like, fuck you, dude. I don't care what she does now. Like I want her to be happy. I mean, it's it was a lot. Like Benito Skinner was doing like endless parodies of her. I mean, Courtney finally had her shine instead of being like the boring anti-sugar woman. <laughs> she became like the least interesting to the most interesting. Yeah, like it is a, it, it was never a phase, mom. <laughs> we ride at dawn. <laughs> we ride at dawn. Push. Oh my god, I want someone to make a shirt that just says like Poosh, we write at dawn. Oh my gosh, Benito shit. Benito, make it boo-boo. To wrap up this piece of K- KKW news, good? Like, yeah. don't bring it. Like, what would they have brought back that, like, they could have made? I don't know. They would literally have to completely change all the packaging for me. Like, it would have to be a complete brand overhaul for me to care about her cosmetics line. yeah. I just, like, with the success of Skims being now, like, worth how many billions of dollars? Yeah, you just need to go hard on the Skims, boo. Just go hard on Skims. It's so good. Obviously, you have big diehard fans like Kirby. Like, everyone loves it. You got bathing suits. I I need, like, workout gear, make shoes. You just focus your energy on that. But we'll see, you know? Blankets, housewares. Make a meal delivery service called Skims. <laughs> I will sign that. Make dog food. Skimmy's dog. <laughs> Skimmy's dog. Skims baby bottle warmers. I was just going to say clothes. But sure. <laughs> Skims Skims cloth diapers. That Oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. What if she made little like okra colored diapers that were like made out of that? That you rewashed. So, like, after Zoe, like, took a piss in one, you <laughs> would wash it. I considered cloth diapers for, like, a day. <laughs> and then once she came, I was like, I don't know how anyone can do cloth diapers. Zoe's, like, a full-fledged teenager at this point to me. Like, I see her and I'm like, what? How are you? You're just walking around and talking, basically. I love to butter ties and loves to be an independent independent woman and I caught her applying my blush yesterday as well as uh rubbing my Augustinus body cream like all over her face oh wow she really wants to keep that collagen I was like you know that's (laughs) probably fine you're fine You're, you're good you're good we're okay with this we wanted to share our thoughts on a new launch that everyone's talking about the Kosas Revealer Foundation yes so this was a big launch for the brand and I did go to a death side with Sheena, the founder, who Sarah and I both adore. She was on the pod. Not even that long ago. It was like 2020. No, like er- like early 20. Yes. She was like our second Zoom call. Yeah, it was wild. But they made a product called Revealer Concealer maybe a couple years ago that I personally am obsessed with. It is so good. It is one of my favorite concealers I think it's, would you say it's their bestseller? Like the best-selling product? It has to be, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it is too. I think I heard something about it being like one of the best-selling concealers at Sephora. It's just, it's so good, y'all. Like, I love it. And so I may even have said this before. I was using it on my whole face. And so what Sheena said is that people would walk into the office and she would look at them and be like, oh my God, your face looks amazing. And they were like, uh, yeah. It's 
revealer concealer all over my face. So they're like, okay, clearly we need to make a foundation. So Kosas, one of their first products uh, that they launched with after their lipsticks was the tinted face oil. They call it the comfy skin tint and they have, you know, expanded the shade range and all that good stuff. Honestly, how many times a, a month do we talk about how we <laughs> no. can't use Kosas or Ilya's <laughs> face oil? It's probably why Sheena's like, God damn it, you guys. All right, let me make something else. You shut up already. Yeah, so we can't use those products. They break us out. It's just not happening. Kosas, for those of you who aren't familiar, is the brand that is like makeup for skincare freaks. So they really are going hard with this particular foundation launch, which is the Revealer Skin Improving Foundation SPF 25. They're really chalking it up to like how many great skincare ingredients are in it. It reminds me, just marketing-wise, of the NARS launch and how it was like 70% natural skincare ingredients, Charlotte Tilbury Beautiful Skin, also emphasizing the skincare. I do think that Charlotte and NARS decided to go that route because of brands like Kosas. Because Kosas, this has always been their MO. This is like not a new thing for them. They've always had like skin-loving ingredients in their products. So I was just going to say, I actually am reading off of Megan Decker's review of the Kosas Foundation, which she, like you, Kirby, would use the re revealer concealer on her entire face until now. So there is niacinamide, olive-derived squalane, peptides, hyaluronic acid, and uh, reef-safe mineral sunscreen, SPF 25. It's a lot of marketing, uh, like, so full disclosure, I did do a sponsored advertisement uh, on my TikTok and on my Instagram for this launch, but only because like I had been telling the team how much I loved it and they were like, great, let's just do content together. But in my video, I made a point to say, I'm not buying this product because it has niacinamide and squalane. That is not why I would buy this product. I actually, if I was looking at an ingredient that I would really love and be actively looking for in a foundation, it's the glycerin. Because the glycerin is what's filling in the fine lines, filling in the pores, making your skin look more lifted and more smooth because of that glycerin inclusion. So there's 36 shades, I think. Yeah. So there's 36 shades and they worked with makeup artists Alana Wright and Naya Joy from Black Beauty Roster to make sure that there was like a very diverse range of shades. Totally. They mentioned that they were both on the Zoom editor event. And this is good because when they launched the tinted oil like years ago, they only launched with 10. Do you remember that? Yes. And I do, you know, I, I don't think omitting any skin tone is okay. But I also think that they had a range. It just wasn't the range that most people would gravitate towards. They were a small company at that point. So I think like as a business owner, you have to be like, what shades can I afford to make it this? You know what I mean? And it was an oil. So it's, you know, you don't need the exact match, but they listened and they, they expanded that this, if you go onto their website, I mean, I feel like this is a really great spread of shades for like the darkest of dark to the fairest of fair different undertones. So there's a lot of interesting options here. For me personally, for my skin type and the skin concerns I have when I wear makeup, I fell in love with this. A, I don't feel like I need a ton. And B, it's a natural finish. It's not a dewy finish or a glossy finish. It's not matte. 
Matt makes me look decrepit. Dewey makes me look even more like a disco ball and just doesn't stay on my face no matter how well I set it. And so when I was trying it out at first, I'm like, oh, wait, is this Matt? Is this Matt? Oh, my God. And I'm like, wait, no, I like I still have some luminescence to my skin. It just dries down nicely. So it doesn't move a lot on the face, which I really appreciate. And I go all the way like up to my under eye with it. It's a beautiful formula. I personally think I might be a little too dry for it. However, I'm going to give it another shot because the week that I tried it, it's been so dry in LA. The weather here, it's like freaking 85 degrees. I'm also like the out my allergies. I'm like my skin is not in a great state. So I feel like my skin was like, nah, try me later. <laughs> try this later. I would I mean, try it again. But honestly, like I feel like it's a fair thing to say. It, it's the drying down of it. Yeah. And I obviously, like I talk all the time, I'm more like drawn to a dewier finish. It's not super heavy either. But um, I definitely, yeah, it just dried in areas of my face where I felt like it just made me look a little bit cracky. <laughs> so I would say this probably is a product that's ideal for oily to combination skin. I think if you have mature skin, this is actually a really great product for you. Maybe if you have dry skin, don't invest the $42 because if you like Revealer Concealer, I will say this, it is not like Revealer Concealer. Revealer Concealer is very, very spreadable. It's hydrating because, you know, they made it specifically like for under eye and stuff like that. They do say like kind of do it like a little system, like do your found Revealer Foundation, Revealer Concealer, and then the Cloud Set Setting Powder, which I did and I loved, but... Yeah, for me, it's a win. I like it a lot. I think I'm going to try it again with doing like my proper. I also like didn't do my whole entire like skincare routine. I was like in a rush. So like really making mm. sure that my skin is hydrated before. But to your point, Kirby, like I think this is a really good fit for someone with normal or oily. So would you say your favorite skin launch of the year is Charlotte's? So far, yes. Well, actually, Charlotte and then the new Chanel one. Numero de un. Oh. Numero de un. Because that one's like pretty, really lightweight and very hydrating. So, yeah, I'm Kosas girl through and through. It, it's a it's a win for me. I really, really like it. It's going to be a very, very successful lunch. They were smart to do it. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Ever. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 